0: What's up, water Hockey fans? The NBA Conference Finals are in full swing and the action is heating up. This is where the contenders are separated from the pretenders. To give you some skin in the game, DraftKings will be offering free-to-play pools every day of the playoffs, offering players a free shot at up to $10,000. That's up to $10,000 in total prizes up for grabs each day. The best part, it's free. DraftKings free-to-play pools are easy to enter. All you got to do is download the DraftKings app, Go to pools and choose from a wide variety of free contests for an opportunity to win cash prizes. All you have to do is answer a handful of questions around what you think is going to happen during that day's games and track your results throughout the evening. Questions range from which team hits the most threes to which team scores first. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable so you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings app now and use promo code THPN when you sign up to get your free shot at up to $10,000 in total prizes every day, every day of the basketball playoffs. Head to DraftKings Pools page to get your shot at huge cash prizes. Again, that's promo code THPN for a limited time only at DraftKings. See DraftKings.com for full details. And as always, enjoy the show.
1: Welcome back to another indubitably busting episode of Wada Hockey. Proudly part of the Hockey Podcast Network and brought to you by DraftKings. As always, make sure to head over to the DraftKings app today and use promo code THBN to get in on all of the action. Right meow. We have got a super exciting episode, an in-the-know episode, if you will, today. But first, uh, I do want to say that Jason is serving his absolute beautiful civic duty uh, so he will not be joining in this, joining us this evening, but he will be joining us this Friday, uh, which this is going to be coming out on Thursday. So tomorrow at Northside draft house in Richardson for our first ever Stanley cup live watch party and show recording, where we will have plenty of giveaways from different various people that we have talked to throughout our time on the air. Patrick, you got a very fancy bottle of scotch. Other than that,
0: how was your weekend? Technically, my wife got a really fancy bottle of scotch. I can't take credit for that. Okay, that's fair. Although, I will indulge when she decides to open it on her own time.
1: <laughs> that's You know what? That is a sign of a fantastic husband, and I commend you for that, sir. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Yes. I had a pretty busy weekend, actually. Went to, is that Trophy Club? Went to go support my nephew. He's eight. Had a baseball tournament out there. They lost both games, which was unfortunate, but... You know, it's eight-year-old baseball, so not the end of the world. <laughs> um, what else did I do this weekend? Uh, and then Sunday had a birthday dinner for my mother-in-law.
2: Happy oh. birthday,
0: Joe, if you are listening. Yeah, HBD, Joe. Thanks for, thanks for everything that you do for the Wada
1: Hockey family, which is supply Patrick uh, with, you know, everything.
0: Haircuts. Haircuts. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> she uh she uh what's the right wording i'm looking for she uh kind of shills for us watch out what else did i do i think that was it felt. it felt like we were running around all weekend did some shopping to try and find some oakley's because my frames that i have cracked which is a Uh real bummer and they no longer make the style that i wear which really fucking sucks so
1: I don't know. You, you hate to hear it. I would recommend going to Puerto Rico. I was there just a mere few months ago, and they had plenty of Oakleys um, that may or may not have been real. The price tag said fake. The look <laughs> said real.
0: But anyway, you can um, usually tell when they're fake and when they're not. When they're yeah, real.
1: Well, I mean, I was in Puerto
0: Rico, so fake.
1: Um, that being said, uh, well, that's awesome. Uh, I'm looking forward to this upcoming weekend. Like I said, we got that big watch party coming up where we will all be there throughout the evening. Um, our hats are in. So if you ordered hats, those will be there at the watch party. Uh, we have been given the green light to bring them. So if you guys want to buy some hats, we'll probably have some stickers and shirts as well. Again, tomorrow Northside draft house in Richardson. Uh, we've already spammed you on all of the social medias. Um, that being said, uh, I want to say, Hey, to Zane Franklin ran into him randomly uh, out and about at legacy hall. Got to meet his mom, the figure skater that we talked about here on the show. Um, It was awesome to run into him. So, hey, Zane, uh, good to see you. Uh, And to all of the people that participated in the Guns and Hoses tournament this past weekend throughout DFW, uh, kudos to you guys and gals for a fantastic job. I heard it was an amazing tournament, uh, an amazing turnout with teams from New York, Colorado, all over. That being said, I do want to get to our guest because this guy is super important to us as uh, fans of hockey. Uh, They are the unsung heroes, as it were. But right before we jump into that, I do want to talk about our unsung heroes over at Texas Hockey Apparel because I love a good segue. And that, my friends, was a fucking great one. (laughs) TexasHockeyApparel.com. Check out Garrett. He will also be there with us uh, at the live watch party at Northside Draft House. I'm going to say Northside Draft House as many times as physically possible in this episode. So you um, you French fries, you fans of the show, show up tomorrow at Northside Draft House. Just to confirm, we're we're going Northside Draft House, right? Yep also known as the Chili's of University of Texas at Dallas. That's not true. Don't go to Chili's by UTD. Go to Northside (laughs) Draft House in Richardson, right across the street from UTD. First and foremost, um, this guy is important not only as himself to a team, uh, but every single professional hockey, baseball, basketball, football teams have this person on their team, and they usually go unrecognized Uh, That being said, if you've ever seen an athlete fall on the rink, uh, on the ice, on the grass, on the field, on the court, this is the first person that goes out there and tends to them. Uh, This guy just so happens to be the ECHL Athletic Trainer of the Year for your Allen Americans. That is Jordan Dutes duton Jordan Dutes
2: duton welcome to Wada Hockey, man. Thank you guys for having me. And just to compliment on the Texas hockey apparel, I don't, I'm sure you guys have seen that jersey that they put out with that new design is absolutely filthy. By the way, like I've got to get yeah, into one slick. of those. Like it's a it's freaking slick. It belongs in a men's league game. Like it, it it's that's an absolutely nasty jersey. Just want to give them a shout out for that.
1: Yeah, I saw that today, and uh, I don't want to toot our own horn, but uh, toot toot. We've got some jerseys that are in the works right now. Uh, Dudes, I'll send you a Let's mock-up go. of what we've got going. Um, that being said, I did make a comment about the fact that I think there needs to be a uh, Texas Hockey Apparel, Wada Hockey, Beer League, Charity Tournament-style game uh, in the very, very near future. Maybe maybe we could get it sponsored by uh, our friends over at the range. Patrick, do you think uh, Do you think they'd be able
0: to do that for us? I think we could work something out. Yeah, Dudes, are you much of a golfer?
2: Uh. I mean, if you're golfing from like the trees, yeah, it's kind of depend. It just kind of depends on the course. If there's a sure. wide, that's if there's still, a wide a guy. Yeah. Well,
1: okay. Well, let me let me ask you this: Would you would you be a golfer if someone brought the entire setup to you in a virtual type setting, so you didn't have to chase balls all over the place? A hundred and ten percent. Well, no shit. How about that? A segue again, Patrick. That's tell us more about setup. the range. Thank you.
0: That is one thing that I forgot in my weekend recap think is I went to the um, the range event they were set up at Lockwood Distilling Company out in Richardson as well I believe so they were out there from 4 to 8 I think they packed up at about nine fifteen. 15 um, it's a lot of fun I got to try it out got to hit some balls on St. Andrew's the old course nice. played a hole at PGA National got to see my swing speed I forgot to ask for for Smash Factor, which is a real bummer. It's a real bummer that I didn't get my official Smash Factor calculated. But it is a lot of fun. It's a mobile setup using the TrackMan technology. They got the radar. They got the swing speed. They got the ball speed. They got the Smash Factor. They have virtual courses. We played Capture the Flag, which is there's a whole bunch of... Flags set up at uh, various distances, and closest person to each hole gets to claim that flag. Most flags at the end wins. So we were out there for several hours, uh, me and my buddy Max, and we had a blast. And I can't wait to do it again. And if this sounds interesting to you, you can follow them on Instagram at therange_golf underscore golf. You can see all the courses they have available at therangegolf.com. They got rates. They got booking, they got availability, they got FAQs, got to use some of the Sim Max 2 irons, which are super nice. And I probably shouldn't have done that because now I want to go buy my own. So I don't have $600 to drop on those just yet. So um, in the meantime, I'll just have to go to the range.
1: Well, after or, after after this episode with Dudes, the man, the myth, the legend, we might just be pulling in promo
2: uh, money left and right. To be completely <laughs> honest with you, so that, that honestly might have been the greatest tie-in in, like I've ever heard in my life. That was <laughs> like that was sick. We <laughs> do our best here. Thank you. Yeah, segways all around. We're literally gonna be riding around on segways with just little
1: water hockey logos on it, just because we love segways that much. <laughs> so, um, that's, so that's the
0: range golf. Check them out. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we'll keep tagging them. Uh, they're on all of our posts. We love those guys. Um, we cannot thank them enough for letting us be involved with their uh, their their brand and what they've got going on over there, dudes. Let's let's jump right into it. Tell us a bit about yourself. Um, I, I know you are a product. Um, this is a shame that Jason's not here to kind of bond over this with you, but you are a product of the University of North Texas. Um, I know you well, spent some time over in Lubbock as well, so we will definitely be jumping into that, but. Tell us a bit about yourself, um, you know, where you grew up and, and how you came into basically becoming the athletic trainer for the Americans and, and basically being becoming an athletic trainer, period.
2: Nice. So, yeah, so I originally grew up in Texarkana, Texas, which is about three and a half hours east of here, right on the uh, – Yeah, right on the uh, – Let's Memorial go. Of Arkansas, Arkansas and Texas. Um, when I was growing up during that time, there really wasn't any hockey around. The closest hockey that we had when I was growing up was the Streetport Mudbugs, which is now a an all team, but back in the day they used mm-hmm. to be a Whipple team, which is the Western Professional Hockey League. Absolute fun league to go. Just just an old school fun minor, minor hockey league back in the day. Just fun to be. A, it was fun to watch. Um, got involved in hockey there. Then obviously being in Texas at the time, growing up, the Stars were the big thing to watch in Texas. They were going. They were obviously going on their big run with the great teams they had in the mid to late nineties. Um, obviously with their Stanley Cup and stuff like that. And uh, Got involved in it there, and then when I was a sophomore in high school, um, I moved from Texarkana to here, uh, the family for better opportunities with the family, and uh, went to Plano Senior High um, there for a little bit and graduated from there. And my senior year at Plano Senior High, um, it was actually at a meet-and-greet. This was the first year of the team, actually, um, at Doty's. Back then it was called – back then it was with Doty's. Um mm-hmm. And I got to meet the athletic trainer there. Um, his name was Brent Woodside, who actually is currently the head athletic trainer for the Colorado Eagles of the American Hockey League. Um, okay. So we got me him got the talking. He allowed me. When, this is when I was a senior in high school, and I also got to work with Patrick Stevens, who at the time we called him Loafer. That's his nickname. Um, he was the equipment manager as well, so I worked with them for the year. Um, so I, I've been with this team since its inception. I was there for the first ever game um, in the community and in the in the practice rink over there um, when we played the the then Fort Worth Brahmas. Uh, and then I was kind of off and on for a little bit, kind of going back and forth between, I was going to Collin college, doing basics there and going back and forth. And then I made the jump to university of North Texas, go mean green for all my, for all my, um, North Texas people out you there. In um, the mean Green, Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, went to the kinesiology program there. I interned there with the football team and the basketball team. And during that time, I also in my spare time was able to continue to intern with the Americans with the, at the time, Jaime Garcia, who is actually now the assistant athletic trainer for the Rochester Americans of the American Hockey League. So I got to enter with him for a little bit. Um, and then after I graduated from UNT with my uh, kinesiology degree, I then went to uh, Texas Tech um, to uh, get my master's degree. And... Unfortunately, in Lubbock, there isn't any hockey anymore. Um, they used to have the Lubbock Cotton Kings once upon a time with the Western and the, and the Whipple and the Central Hockey League. Mm-hmm. And just a side note, I think it's a real damn shame that Lubbock does not have hockey. Um, I think it's a town that would really support hockey. In my personal opinion, I think they did for a long time. I know I think mm-hmm. there was some – Not shit else to do. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, now A hot the, take okay, from Patrick. On that, <laughs> on that note, though, people shit on Lubbock. But Lubbock is actually a fun ass town. Like, like it, it really is a good spot, especially like during Tech football weekends. It's unbelievable. It's a great, it's a great spot. I I, I love living there for the years I was there. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, so, anyway, so graduated there, um, worked some, had some rotation with high schools there. Finished my rotation with uh, Texas Tech baseball there for a while. Toward the end of my tenure there as a student, and uh, we actually got to go to uh, Omaha in 2019. We went to the College World Series. It was a great experience. And then after that, I was in the summer looking for a job, and I saw the job come up with Alan. I knew Marty from when I was an intern here, and uh, asked him, "Hey, if think uh, you might want to give me a shot?" And he said, "Sure, why not?" <laughs> so we uh, <laughs> so we uh, so we got involved there. And two years later, man, here we are.
1: That's awesome. Well, it's 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 a testament to your your grit that you uh, continued to to come back and and your fandom for hockey, because obviously there's. Like you were saying, there's not a lot of hockey. And this is something that we are, as a show and a group, trying to work on. Not a lot of hockey in Texas until you look for it. Mm, um, it's out there. And it's out there. Uh, speaking be of, shout out to the Texas Tech ice hockey team. They're they're getting back up and running. They've got mm-hmm. some absolutely killer slick uniforms, um, you know, along with the, a lot of the other Acha boys out there. Yeah it, it's 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 a testament to the to to your workforce and what you put behind it. I'm curious, you know, you've been with the Americans like you said since the, since the inception. Um, also, I want to I want to kind of take a moment to say if you haven't seen those Lubbock uh, what was it the Cotton Kings jerseys? Go yeah. look for those because those are some of the sickest jerseys ever. They're probably I, like dude, three or four hundred dollars on
2: eBay. So because I noticed your background, I'm a big jersey collector too. So I, so I'm mm-hmm. on eBay like all the time, and I'm trying to and I've been trying to find a Cotton Kings jersey forever, man. Like and I put it in my collection from the old days. So oh, um, so now I, I if know. I
1: find one, now if I find one and I see it kind of go up, I'm gonna start bidding it, knowing that it's you <laughs> on the other side getting pissed off. So you've been with the Allen Americans pretty much since the inception, like you said. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about the the tenure with the team? Uh, maybe a couple of of the, you know, we, we have this question down towards the bottom, but I, I kind of want to bring it up here since we're already talking about it. Maybe some of your more memorable stories and, and some of your more proud moments with the Allen Americans so far.
2: Well, I think obviously with me, I was I had the chance to be a part of three championships there. Um, mm-hmm. The first one with when when the President's Cup championship in the old Central Hockey League was really special for me just because it was my first one um, working with the team. Uh, give a shout-out to Casey Cobley at the time. He was the one that brought me on there. He was the quick manager at the time that allowed me to come work out. Him and Osama Kassab, the athletic trainer, let me, allowed me to come and, and work there. So Yeah. Um, so that was really special to me um, just because, uh, you know, your first championship is really just, you know, one of your favorites. And then obviously being a part of the two Kelly Cup runs and, you know, winning four straight championships. I wasn't part of the first one, but winning four straight, like it's just, it's unheard of in any league, especially in hockey. Yeah, And to be a part of that run and do that, a lot of memories were made, you know, and it just, it was such a good time being there and, you know, and, and really just the friendships along the way, I mean, I mean, for example, like Spencer Asichuk, for example, me and I was there, his rookie year when we won in 2000 and we won in 2014 when he first came here. And I've known Spencer for now for the last six, seven years. One, 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 a very good friend of mine now. And it's those relationships you make along the way with those guys and you, you watch them grow up, you watch them have families, you watch them do all that kind of stuff. And some guys, you know, like, you know, we had Jordy Ben, Aaron they get, they're the lucky ones. Mm-hmm. They get, They can make it all the way to the NHL, and they get to live the dream and the show. You love seeing guys go up in the American League, making a career up there, and you know it's just making the memories and making the relationships along the way, to me, is what's been the most special part of it all.
1: Yeah, it's got to be kind of cool, too. uh, For those that don't know, whenever an organization, really pretty much no matter what league, uh, wins a championship, everyone gets a championship ring, uh, so your hand is pretty heavy uh from all those rings because you've got you said you had what is it four now so uh what what is there a favorite like and for not just because this was a hard-fought year but because you look at it and you're like damn that is the sickest ring i have
2: out of all the championship rings so i have to i have i can't take credit for two i got two out of the four as as an intern um but um so I got the last Kelly Cup one and the second Presidents Cup one, and man, that's a tough decision. Um, <laughs> uh, I have to say the Presidents Cup one just because it's just so damn fat. I mean that like that thing has a diamond, <laughs> that, thing, that thing and has a diamond everywhere on it. Like like it's it's a big freaking ring. And it shines in the sun <laughs> like it blinds people. I mean, it's that honestly is probably my favorite. Um, and obviously, because it's the first one, you know, you, you, as they always say, you always remember your first. You
1: Always remember your first. Yeah, yeah absolutely.
2: <laughs> and um, and that's <laughs> where that, and that's why that uh, that one's more special. But yeah, that definitely, uh, definitely probably of the two is probably the one that I like more just because it's bigger and it's, it was the first one. Got that real diamonds
0: awesome. in
2: there. Uh. Maybe. You don't have
1: to tell us. You don't have to tell
2: us in the right light, maybe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, okay, then. Then I have to ask this, since we're on that subject and we're talking about these rings. Do you ever go? Okay, this is an this is an occasion where I am gonna wear one of the rings, or does it? Do they basically stay in the box or kind of open on display, or do you go? You know what? It's opening night, baby. The ring is coming out. Like, let's wear it. Want so to like, you know, slap it so, on the table a
2: little bit. Yeah, yeah. So I usually do opening nights, a big one. Weddings is another big one because you never know who you're gonna meet. Um, uh, okay. Yeah. Marshall, <laughs> and and um, then trying to think, I do airports sometimes, um, depending on the trip. Like if it's like Star of the Year, I do airport stuff like that. Um, or you can do what my uh, my legendary equipment manager Tim does, and when you go out to the bar, because Sam has three Stanley Cup rings. So, so, so when he goes out and that rings on, it's a conversation starter. So yeah. I think, oh, I, might, yeah. I think I might start taking his advice and maybe go on that route as well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's awesome. Well, uh, here in the next, uh, here in the next couple of weeks into the months, we'll have to, uh, we'll have to get together and, uh, we'll have to see these things for, for real. And, Absolutely. And, and, if I
2: was going to ask about it, I might just, I would have brought him on free tonight. I totally, I, I wish I would have known that, but. Next time. That's all right.
1: We, next time. Exactly. Yeah, this is not the last time we'll have you on the show, and this is not the last time we'll talk for sure. You know, you were you were alluding to a little bit about uh, baseball, and, and Patrick is kind of the, the baseball guy. I don't want to take too much away from Jason because he's also a huge baseball fan. Um, I was a baseball kid and baseball teenager and early 20s, but, you know, the Rangers hurt me so bad that it's just been hard to go back. Uh, oh, but Patrick, do I'm going to kick do. it over to you yeah. because, yeah, That's I'm going to kick hurts. it over to Patrick because his his uh, his knowledge of baseball far exceeds mine. So this one's on Patrick. Uh, take it away. Make it a home run
0: baseball pun. Everything <laughs> I do is a home run, Jeff. I'm at a thousand here. I <laughs> love that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was going to ask, what is what was it like working with the Texas Tech baseball team? If you want to dive into that a little bit and then kind of compare and contrast that with your time in hockey is one's obviously high contact, high energy, high velocity, and the other one is a lot of standing around for three hours at a time.
2: I honestly loved working Texas Tech, Tech baseball. They were Tim Tadlock, the head coach there, um, is one of the most, one of the best coaches that I've ever worked with, I've ever seen in baseball. The guy knows the game in and out, unbelievable. Um, Brian Simpson, the athletic trainer there, um, had been there for, I believe he might kill me if I say it wrong. I think, I think he was going his fifth (laughs) or sixth year there. Um, when I, when I had worked with him and he, from top to bottom was one of the best trainers I've ever worked with. He, um, implemented a lot of things that MLB athletic trainers do into what he does. So I got to learn a lot of different things there and surprisingly what people may think and it shocked me too when I first worked when I first started working there. Hockey and baseball athletes, even though the sports are different, their mindsets are very similar. They have a very strong play through the pain kind of mentality as well. And I didn't think it was that way when I when I went there. And then I went there and got I got to work with a lot of good athletes, a lot of good MLB uh, future MLB draft picks, and. I mean, the mindsets are the same. They really are because if you think about it, in baseball and hockey, the system is the same. You get drafted, you go to Double A for a few years, you go to Triple A for a few years, you try to work your way up the ladder, depending on you know when you got drafted. So the mindsets are very similar and they're very the same. They take care of themselves really well. It it really, they were kind of taught to take care of themselves, just like hockey players are. That's why Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed working there because it reminded of me working in a hockey environment, in a pro hockey environment where Players like to take care of themselves. They know what to do and not to do. They know how to do their own workouts, how to do their own stretches, things like that. So you don't have to babysit as much as you would say <clears throat> football. Um, but I'm sorry, you had to clear your throat. Are you okay? Yeah. I had to clear my throat. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, but, but anyway, uh, but yeah, it's, um you know, I very much enjoyed working there um, just because, and like I said, it might be a little more slow paced, but it's kind of like in hockey; they use pretty much every part of the body, just just like hockey players do. I mean, the only difference yeah. is you don't have a guy, a two hundred sixty pounder, coming and trying to run you right, right in the corner. I mean, it's only a really big difference, but uh, but it yeah. definitely is a difference from the fact of you know changing from a sport that wasn't you know extremely high speed going to a sport, especially in the minors, where it's just it's just going and going and going and going and going like all the time. Guys are getting hit left and right. Pucks are going everywhere. Guys are making the goalies are making. It's just it's a very fast paced game. So. I mean, obviously there is a difference, obviously between the games, um, but you know I very much enjoyed working baseball, and I feel like that really kind of propelled me to kind of help me work in the in in pro hockey because of just how things were run at Texas Tech. And
1: correct me if I'm wrong, uh, current Rangers prospect was on that team, right? Was Josh, it Josh Young. Young?
2: Yeah, he is currently. And now his in their brother, base.
1: his brother's on the current texas yeah. tech basically yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: so, so so josh was uh drafted i uh, believe eighth overall by the rangers is that any good mm-hmm. um and then uh <laughs> like i said and, and now he's in uh he's i think he I actually believe he's in frisco right now if i'm not mistaken i'm pretty sure he's yep that's correct he is, yeah. i think he got bumped up to frisco a couple of weeks ago maybe a yeah. week or two um and then uh, his brother jace who had an unbelievable year at texas tech, tech this year you know pretty much putting up his draft stock as the years go on so it's uh yeah, that family uh, has some really good genes in it. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, I want to battle. know what I want to know what
2: I want to know what what mom was feeding that family every day. Yeah, no kidding. Well, I mean, it was, it's just like Frank. Like it's funny. I heard you mentioned Frankie and his mom. Man, Frankie comes from really good genes. I mean, Frankie mom was a figure skater and dad was a champion freaking bull rider. Like you can't get bull much rider. Ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We <laughs> yeah, definitely talked about that. that. The
1: uh, <laughs> the dynamic between poetry and carnage uh, definitely. I think works in Zane's favor 100%. Uh, So, you know, obviously, being an athletic trainer, uh, like I said before leading into this, you're the guy that's on the field, uh, you know, walking on the ice, even if it's with those cool little slip-on things they've given you for your shoes now to make sure you don't fall and uh, because there's not a backup (laughs) backup athletic trainer. What has been... The craziest injury that you have seen? And obviously, you don't have to give any names for, I guess, what is HIPAA? They don't want to violate HIPAA, even though they're literally right there on camera and on the field <laughs> or ice. But what's been the craziest injury that you've walked up and you've gone, holy shit, like, yeah, it's broken? You know, what or a situation like that?
2: Uh, probably the craziest one I had was when I was an intern here and such and such player. Went into the boards, got tied up with it, tied up with an opposing guy into the boards, and ended up slicing, slicing his wrist with the skate. And, oh, when it, no. and when it and when it sliced it, he really came off the ice, covered it, and literally everything was sticking out. I mean, blood vessels, <sighs> tendon, Ooh. blood, everything, to the point That's- where, to the point where. where Anytime like he flexed his wrist or extended it, like it like everything like when he flexed it, it popped out. When he extended, it it went back in. Like like it 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 was. Oh, oh. my god!
1: Um,
2: our our doc. Oh at the my god. Time, That's Fucking disgusting. Our, our doc at the time did an amazing job, basically doing surgery in the freaking training room at the time, getting that figured oh out. Oh my god! Um, and then probably a, a close yeah. second is probably when I was um, right before I came here or before I left for Texas Tech, had a player um who went to the boards and wasn't wearing any socks Or And he went into the boards foot first, hit the heel of the skate hard into his heel and it mm, cut his Achilles. I know where this is going. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, it cut it, and it cut it hard. So that was another one that was pretty, pretty gnarly. But, um, yeah, you know, because yeah. that, that's the thing that I tell like students that ask me or anybody that asks me about hockey is you literally will see everything. In this sport, mm-hmm. as far as injuries go, from the head all the way down to the toe, broken bones, cuts, um, groin um, strains, muscle strains, everything in between, you will see it. And you also find it crazy what how what guys play through versus what some athletes in other sports don't play through. You can't go into any specific sports, but... <laughs> but, but you we, do, I mean, It's, it's okay. okay, I can. LeBron James.
1: <laughs> LeBron James. There's no way that man can play a physical sport. And I'm sorry, basketball is not a physical sport, not compared to football and hockey.
0: Hell, just look at Tyler Sagan, the surgeries he had to have, and he was playing,
2: trying to play through that. Oh, man, it was unbelievable.
1: Same thing, look at Rupe Hints. I mean, Rupe Hints the season before had a broken foot in the playoffs, and then this past season played with an injury the entire season.
2: It, like it, to me, it, it is amazing though. Like when you, or even you know, even Alec Martinez with Vegas, like it's amazing mm-hmm. after the playoffs when they come out with these injury reports and you find out what guys were playing through for those three to four weeks. Like it, it it just blows my mind, and you know, it, it's just, and that's why I tell people why I wanted to work hockey so bad cause it's almost cause it is like baseball too. Oh, I give baseball a lot of credit in this regard too. It's just the love for the game. I mean, guys just they love playing the game. They wanna be out there. They don't wanna let their teammates down and they, and they won't let a laceration or a puck to the face or anything like that stay in their way of competing. And I just I have such a respect for hockey players and that's why I wanted to wear hockey so bad and it's just it it's it's crazy what these guys go through. NHL, American League, Coast, like all the way down. It's amazing what guys go through in a season, you know.
1: Yeah, I think it's a testament too, because you know, we've we've talked about the coast Pretty much since our inception as a show, uh, we just – everyone kind of gives us a hard time about it because we do have such a close relationship with the Americans. But, you know, the organization has really brought us on and, and made us feel like a part of the family. So, naturally, it's one of those things where, you know, we feel the same way back. That being said, it's it's amazing. You know, this is essentially two steps down. This is like your, uh, your single-A type baseball equivalent to the NHL. And you're – looking at it, or double-A, I apologize, double-A. Yeah. Uh, baseball goes even deeper. But that being said, guys go out there in the coast and play as if it's the Stanley Cup playoffs game one through however many in the season. They play as if it's the last game they'll ever play. It's a love and of the I've, game, man. It is. It's a love of the too, game. Man. And and I think it it's a shame, too, this is a personal thing for me, how poorly that... The players in the hockey organizations whether it be overseas in the coast in the AHL or NHL get paid compared to and this is not taking away from guys in baseball because I know they work just as hard to get to where they are the top guy in the major league baseball organizations but you know you see the the pain and the the physical test or the physical toll it takes on people to know that outside of major league soccer that Hockey is the least paid sport, or the least highest paid sport, and it's it's all across the board. We had a couple of girls on uh, the Slapshot Sweethearts who were amazing who shared a story with us about how the NWHL, which their draft was tonight, really cool thing to check out, a lot of those women couldn't even play in their championship games because they had to go to work. Yeah, Because they literally have to have a full-time job on top of being a professional athlete. Um, I can't remember what team or what player it was, but they told us a quick story just about how uh, this this woman is a cop and literally could not get off of work as a police officer because of how you know everything has been heated over the last year or so, and she missed out on the championship game. And it's like it, it's unbelievable to hear stories like that. But uh, you know, without guys like you and, and women that are in the athletic training role as well, it just it shows how important people like you are to these organizations uh that being said we've heard that you have an obsession with crumble cookies and i have to know what your go-to order is (laughs) gee i wonder who told you that i have no idea (laughs) uh no no insider information whatsoever
2: oh my god we could go on for hours about on this um jesus um man uh, (laughs)
1: i mostly just wanted to catch you completely off guard going on a a very serious topic no i mean no
2: no, this is a very it's it's almost like what do you order at two in the morning at water like it's literally like the same thing like this is a very good deal um from what they've had this year some of my favorites they had this oreo birthday cake that absolutely slapped. I mean, I got a four-pack of that on its own. Like, it was so damn good. One that really surprised me, it was like Butter Biscuit or something like that. It's something with butter in it, and I, and I forgot what it was called. That was a really, really good one. Let me think of another one. I, I, I literally have so many crumble points right now. It's um, like, <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Uh Really, are the OG. Their chocolate chip's pretty damn good too. Um, it, it, it's really, 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 especially with milk, whole, two percent milk. Whoo, gotta
0: go with the two percent. Yeah, you gotta you got go two percent. It's either
2: two percent or whole. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, treat treat yourself, you know. Um, skin yeah. milk is water masquerading as milk. Oh yeah, God, skin know. milk That's is a clear. lie. Oh, it is a lie. It's literally white water. It's a freaking lie. Yeah, like, it literally and yeah, so. That Oreo birthday cake was really good. Um, one that surprised me last week, or two weeks ago, was the was the Heath bar. They had a Heath bar one, and I'm and I'm not really a big Heath guy, but I'll be damned if that cookie didn't slap, man! <laughs> like it, 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 was, <laughs> it, it was unbelievable. <laughs> And it's funny because literally every week, like, you know, there, there's a few of us, you know, that'll get in the locker room. And we'll, we're literally just excited about what Crumble has that week. And we're just waiting to get out of practice so we can go to Crumble and get, freaking half what they have that week. <laughs> the Red butt dude, that I, I, I thank God that place. Well, it might have been a bad thing that, that place got put right in front of the apartment. So I, because it's literally, I'm there literally every Monday or Tuesday. Just freaking going ham on it. I love that place.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that well, okay. So it's funny you say that uh, because we've we've heard that some of the people in the organization like to listen to this podcast. So um, if anybody in the marketing department is listening to this podcast at this particular point, uh, dudes would like to ask that you guys go ahead and talk to Crumble Cookies about being a sponsor next season.
2: <laughs> yes, and in the contract, it's at least. I mean, at least a four pack a week for the athletic trainer. At least, at least,
1: at least. At least. Any less, uh, I send it back.
2: Yeah, exactly. Send it back.
1: <laughs> well, I, I, I that was a redirect. I I kind of caught that. I was looking at that as I was saying my spiel before. I really dove into that, and I was like, I'm just gonna get real, like heavy and serious, and then just go right into the crumble cookie section.
2: That was good. That was really. That was really good.
1: Thanks. I'm. I had fun with that. We had. We like to have fun here. Let's bring it back to hockey a little bit, Fink. Okay. uh, Shall we? I'll do my best uh, because the next question I have lined up has nothing to do with hockey. uh, But it's something that we've been asking everyone since we had uh, Jesse Mitchin on the show uh, a couple months back. And it's, uh, who plays dudes in the Hollywood movie about your life?
2: Who? Jeez.
1: To uh, put it into perspective, we've had a couple of different answers that have been really good. Uh, Mitchin kind of put us on the spot and asked us who we thought would play him. Um, We all kind of agreed on Bradley Cooper from The Hangover. Uh, we felt like that was a decent person, good. to kind of, yeah. Uh, which, funny enough, uh, Zane Franklin said uh, Zach Galifianakis from the Hangover would play him, so we thought that was a good one too. Uh, so essentially, most of the uh, the guys from this past season's Allen Americans are just different characters from the Hangover. Um, so I'm curious who plays Dutes in the biopic about the life of Dutes? which that's what, obviously probably, what we called.
2: I would probably say actor I would say Jonah Hill but like super bad Jonah Hill if that makes sense
1: okay oh it does okay. it does that's good yeah that's good that's I think that's a great answer that's a fantastic answer I'm not saying yeah that's yeah you should and you have to say uh Jonah Hill from super bad because if you say Jonah Hill and someone's like oh you mean the the psychopath that he portrayed in Wolf of Wall Street like ah no probably not that one yeah not I don't that one. yeah that not that guy he's not doing drugs every hour of the day so Patrick, I, I'm going to kick it over to you. That kind of almost wraps up all that I have for dudes. So, Patrick, if you've got any hockey-related questions for dudes, please feel free to ask away.
0: Yeah, I think we skipped one here, Fink, on our run sheet. That's uh, I was going to ask, proudest moment of your career so far? Ooh. Whether that's just something
2: you're proud of the guys for or proud of your involvement with the team or whatever. Honestly, if you want my honest opinion, it's got to be this season. I mean, just... Getting through the season, playing all seventy-two games. Bear in mind, some of those were postponed because of, because of other situations with teams. But you know, just getting through this year. You know, I kind of wrote in a Facebook post, and I am sure you know you guys saw it. You know, back back in mm-hmm. December, you know, we had a set of rules, we had a skeleton of what was going to happen, and but none of us had no idea how this was going to go, and you know, we knew it was going to go really really good. It was going to go really, really bad. You know what I mean? And we had a group of guys come in in December that were committed to getting the season finished, playing games that we that have fans in our stands, making sure that, you know, everybody had jobs, making sure that we were all staying afloat. And they held to the protocols very, very well, you know, and just, you know, the grind of the season, guys staying on board with it, the front office staying on board with it. Um, a team owner, our team owner staying on board with it. Coach staying on, like everybody was just on board. You know what I mean? And to get all the way, yep. and it was a disappointing end. Don't get me wrong. But mm-hmm. when you look back at what we accomplished starting in December, coming all the way to June, getting to the Western Conference Finals, having a shot at it, I mean, for me, that's been the proudest moment so far, and, and especially for this season. Just how everybody was committed from the front office all the way down. It was just and great to be a part of, got people understanding what was at stake and what we had to do and to get through it all and to be and to be where we are now. And now we're going into the next season ready to go. It was just, that to me has been just the best part of it so far. It was a, it was a very humbling experience, that's for sure.
1: Well, and I think it's a testament to what you guys did as an organization and, and to see that, you know, the, the Americans played every game. And I I don't think that a lot of people uh, that have listened realize that, um, you know, there were some teams that made the playoffs that only played 30 to 40 games compared to, I think it was what, 72 72. games that the Americans played. Mm -hmm. And so they base it off win percentages in the coastal league, the ECHL. So, I, I mean, that's a true Testament to you guys as an organization. And I don't think people realize how many different people skaters were brought into the organization and cycled through it, it was insane, mm-hmm. and you guys kept them all healthy. Um, I very rarely, if ever, remember seeing, you know, the updates of anyone being put on the COVID protocol list with the mm-hmm. All-American. So I think it shows yeah. a true testament to the organization um, from top to bottom. So uh, kudos to you guys. Um, and and with, with that, and this is not going to be a redirect, so I promise you I'm not going in a weird direction, but with that, I want to ask, because you have all gone through something like this, and you can say this from... From your standpoint, as uh, you know, the athletic trainer or just a, a member of the organization, how does this help you moving forward? Because obviously, things are on the rise. It's looking like, knock on wood, most sporting events in North America will go back to full capacity by next season in October. How does that kind of help you prepare moving forward? Knowing, you know, fingers crossed that something like this doesn't happen again.
2: At the end of the day, to me, it just gives you an appreciation for what you have. I mean, mean, it really Mm -hmm. does, you know, and just, you know, because I tell people all the time, there were many athletic trainers, equipment managers, coaches, players, with a lot of other teams in this league that unfortunately, due to their state regulations, were not allowed to have a season. There were a lot of people out of work, a lot of people looking for work, not able to do what they want to do. Mm -hmm. And it gives you an appreciation for, you know, for what you have. You know what I mean? It it just gives gives you a real appreciation of what you have. And I think, you know, going through this year, I think that from the front office down, everybody really bonded together. It was one of those years where everybody had to work together to make this work from the front office to the hockey operator step all the way down. And I feel like that made our organization so much stronger. You know, everyone got to really know each other. They got to talk to each other. They got to really, you know – be involved with each other and it, and you gain that trust with everybody in the organization from all the from front office all the way down and when you have that it just makes things go so much smoother. You know the guy next, it's just like in hockey, you know the guy next to you is going to fight for you and the guy's going to battle for you and having that going forward I think is going to be, it's going to give us so much of a boost going into the next season and like I said, man, I'm already looking forward to it, man, it's only, I don't know, I want to say 84, 85 days now until we start up again so it's just, it, it, it's, it's going to be a short off season, but you know, I think it's going to be great and I'm looking forward to what the future holds for this organization. I'm very excited about it.
1: Yeah. Likewise. I'm excited to not only see what this organization is going to do next season, I'm excited to see the fans back. I, I think that, uh, you know, the season ticket holders are, are, are coming back strong. I think the organization is, is going in the right direction to bring people back and make it more of a, a fun atmosphere just like before. So it'll be really interesting to see what happens. Uh, uh it's obvious you're a stars fan. Um, you know, if, if you follow, uh, dudes on social media, you've seen that you've been to plenty of stars games. Mm-hmm. You've also been to the winter classic. Tell us a little bit more about your experience with the winter classic from your standpoint, your point of man, view.
2: man, I, that to this day is one of the coolest experiences I've ever had in my life. Um, Mm-hmm. Not just because it was the Winter Classic, but you guys know it's it's it was the Winter Classic in Dallas, Texas for for and and, if, and, and anybody who was a Stars fan is a Stars fan or just a fan of hockey in the South. You never thought that was going to be possible, you know. Whether it was could weather get in the way? Is it too hot to have an outdoor game down here? You know all of that, and it just kind of all came together, and is and when it, when they made that announcement happen, you know, obviously me and my family were the first to get tickets, and you know, I mean, holy crap, you look up, and there's 80,000 people, <laughs> 80,000 even in the state of Texas, 80,000 people, you know, cheering, cheering, cheering on the stars, Watching at, a hockey. at a hockey game, at an outdoor hockey game, and I was so proud at that time because it shows that The game is here. It is in Texas. It is in Dallas. And there is a huge hockey fan base in the state of Texas, in the Southwest, and in Dallas. And to have that there, I think they had, what, the second most, um, the second highest attendance in Winter Classic history if I remember mm-hmm. correctly. Yeah. Outside of, and yeah. It was outside only of, to the uh, Michi- uh, yeah. Michigan and, just because they and, have a bigger state. And I have no doubt if the cotton Bowl had the capacity to do it, they would have, that they, they would have broke it. So it's it, it, just being there, being a part of it, you know, all that state fair stuff going on. It was one of the coolest experiences I've ever seen. And, um, you know, hopefully, hopefully one day we can, you know, hopefully see that again. Man, who knows? Maybe one day I, I've always had a dream that, you know, maybe Alan, could have out their hockey game somewhere, depend in in the Metroplex with a with a Wichita or a Kansas City something like that, you know. So who knows, you know? You never know what the future holds. But, That'd be uh, cool. That would be sweet. But uh, yeah, you never know. I mean, it definitely. Um, but yeah, going back to your question, it was one of the coolest experiences I've ever seen. You know, I've never thought I'd see the day where I see eighty thousand people at a hockey game. So. You know, it, it was definitely unbelievable, and the game was really good too. So it, it was an awesome. Game. Was a great yeah. game.
1: Was a great game. The good guys won. Uh, I'll never forget that day. I'll never forget how many times I had to use the restroom because I hydrated so heavily the night before, <laughs> thinking I was going to get absolutely buckled, only to realize that I could not get a buzz because of how much hydration was in my body it was just constant runs to the bathroom to yeah. use the bathroom but
2: or or or, or, or just man, man man just how long the bruise lines were in cotton Bowl man like i felt so-
1: oh yeah i missed uh, m- <laughs> me and a couple of my closest friends that were at the game missed the the uh the panoramic picture because we were Damn. in line oh, for beer oh
2: shit <laughs> oh, <laughs> you please. literally
1: see a, a wide open <laughs> spot where we were at um but the, all have, I can say about booted that, the plastic Jack Daniels bottle and I in thought your about. Yeah. But, you know, I wanted to remember everything and, and I did. Thankfully, it was a lot of fun, but it was just an all around great experience. So you're you're obviously a hockey fan. I mean, you, you love the sport. You love the organization that you're with right now. Uh, and, and this is not because obviously anyone would be lucky to be in the position that you're in. Uh, what what would you say is the pinnacle for you professionally? Uh, and obviously not saying like, hey, Alan, uh, I don't want to be with you. But like, say, you know, your dream opportunity, uh, what would that be? And, and obviously this I'm not trying to get you in trouble here, uh, <laughs> but I feel like, you know, we got to have goals and things like that. So I'm, I'm curious to see where where the peak where the Everest is for for dudes.
2: I mean, obviously, the goal. I mean, any staff, really. If you ask, it's the same as the player. You, you want to get to the show. You want to get to the bit. You want to get to the NHL. Yeah. I mean, that's really the biggest. That's the dream that everybody has. Um, you know, putting in, making, paying, or sorry, putting in your dues, getting to the American Hockey League, working your way up, making, uh, you know, doing the right thing, doing a good job, working hard, and getting to that next level. I mean, there's not. I guarantee you there's not one person you ask in this league, whether it be player, staff. Um, that if an, if an NHL job were offered to opportunity they wouldn't take it i mean I mean that's the ultimate goal I mean you want to get to the NHL um, and I'm blessed to be a part of an organization that I know very very well um you know to you know, to help to hopefully maybe get my dream one day and um, but uh, but yeah I'd probably say it's literally just like anybody else you want to get to the pinnacle get to the NHL um, and um, you know it's gonna i mean hockey players want to win the Stanley cup you know staff members do too i mean it's just as big for the staff as it is for the it is for the um you know for the players so uh you know i mean and and, and who knows what will happen i mean you know there there's a plan for all of us you know we'll see you know see what happens you know and you kind of go with it but yeah i mean i'd say if that if you know the ultimate goal i think for everybody would be to get to the national hockey league 100 percent. yeah
1: absolutely uh, I mean, obviously, it's not, that's where we want to be, working for the NHL in some capacity. You know, we can be talking heads because, heaven forbid,
0: uh, there's no way I'm ever going to be able to play in any of the ne- leagues. Ne- uh,
2: <laughs>
0: I have a stars centric question as well. I've asked a few other people. What's up? Jersey opinions for this year. Oh, boy, here we go. Here we go. Buckle up for this ride, boys. From best to worst – What'd you think of the alternates and just the overall jersey rotation? I think we had Zane about this too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Zane. Once Zane admitted that he was a Stars fan at
1: heart, uh, that opened up a whole new bag of tricks for us. So now that we're talking about
2: it, we got yeah, this is a hot topic for us. So the blackout, I honestly liked. Once I figured out okay. what. It represented because um, I didn't realize it represented like the Dallas skyline. Like it represented like the uh, I forgot what the name of that tower is. Not the Green Tower downtown. To uh, the Reunion Tower. At that. least yeah. that's what I read. The Renaissance. Yeah, there you tower. Go. The oh, Renaissance. Renaissance. Tower. Sorry with the R. The R Tower. Yeah, the R Tower. And um, so once I like got the story behind it, I thought it was amazing. Man, I think the Whites could have done so much better, in my opinion. I'm not, I, and, and and I'm not trying to disrespect. You know, you know, I, I love the I love the everybody in the Stars organization, but. I, I was really hoping they would go back to the old 98, 99, the greens that they had or the whites that they had in um, mm-hmm. like 98, 99 as their throwback. And again, like, you know, like I got the idea, but you know, I just, I, I, maybe you're too white for me. I don't know. <laughs> like, like maybe that, that's, <laughs> like, maybe <it> was... <laughs> you know, the,
1: the saddest thing is is I've also been told that before. Um, so you know, no, We, I, we wanted <laughs> the
0: muterous, so we were equally disappointed. I'm I a,
1: a stan. I'm a muterous stan uh, through and through. I There's going to be a night where I have one too many, and I'm going to wake up with a Motorist tattoo. Uh, I swear it. I, <laughs> swear it. I absolutely swear it. I think so. Natural. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I'm putting that in the atmosphere right now that it's going to happen. I'm going to wake up and I'm be like, why does my leg hurt so bad? And I'm going to have a muterous tattoo, and I'm not going to remember it, and I'm going to love it. Get it on your thigh for our thighs, pig. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, we gotta get. We're getting close to a thousand followers on one of our social media platforms, and our our biggest thing is obviously, dudes. You've seen the thigh pics from all of the big uh, accomplishments whenever the stars have them. Mm-hmm. Uh, for some reason, they were like, "Let's just raise our shorts and show our thighs and rub them down with copious amounts of icy hot," <laughs> and, and and the internet went wild for it. So we are trying to get a thousand followers and. The thighs will
2: come out. Oh, it, it, th- it's the, awesome the, because you guys post awesome content. Because last I reposted it, and uh, God, it was so funny. It was, um, you. it was Barnsey, um, the the Liony Barnsey. Um, I know that he read he reps out there at Richardson a lot, but I think, I don't know. If oh my gosh, yeah, sure. he
1: w- he just he walked
2: on the concrete, yeah, he walked on the concrete to get a hot dog. That mm. was the most legendary thing I've ever seen in my life. a Liony, like that was. Unreal, oh and, and you know, and because we see, because he refs our games, so I see, because because he, he played for Allen once upon a time, um, and he was with the Fort Worth Braves, mm-hmm. like he like he had a, he had a good pro career, and then he stayed around town, and I think that he just ended up just because he's a good skater and everything, he ended up staying a referee, and, refereeing. but I just thought that was so damn funny, just seeing him walk on the concrete, probably, uh, probably no sweet stick or nothing, just went back on the ice and freaking ref the next game.
1: <laughs> oh my god, had to have, had to have. Yeah, that was a uh, we, we I we I one I appreciate that because we we have a lot of fun posting those things and uh, yeah if you don't follow us already check us out on Instagram Facebook Twitter at Wada hockey uh, even in on LinkedIn because we're very professional sometimes and so you know things like that is uh, is necessary uh, soon to be YouTube too so we're we're making moves we're we're moving and shaking as people in the 40s and 50s okay so, I assume so, now, said. so now I'm going to ask
2: you guys a question that I'm very interested in. Okay, to know. hit us with okay. it. Okay. Um so this is the Wada Hockey Podcast. So mm-hmm. yep, with it being the Wada Hockey Podcast, we're having a night. We're in one coming coming back to the coming back to the apartment of the house. We, we pass we passed the big orange W on the way back. It's two yes, in the morning. Do. What what are we going with? What's the go to?
1: Okay, first I want to say you have probably listened to the show before because this is our go home question. I literally have it on the right run now. sheet. This is yeah. the last question <laughs> that we have for you. Uh, so that being said, thank you for uh, you know doing the research and being ready, and then completely catching us off guard. <laughs> Love that, but not completely off guard. I'm never off guard. To <laughs> never get my off guard. Order. Patrick's has got his down. I, m- for me, it depends on the night and depends on my mood. If I've just had a hamburger, I'm going with the buffalo chicks. Uh, buffalo chicken strip sandwich uh, i'm a sucker for it Water size mm-hmm. with a coke i'm very traditional with my sodas i love a good coca-cola uh <laughs> if i do want a burger or if i do want that patty uh it's patty melt all day every day some jalapenos if i'm feeling spicy uh wad of, wad of size as love
2: well that.
0: no matter what so for me uh it, i really don't get breakfast if we've been out drinking i usually only get breakfast if i'm actually having breakfast in which case, I'll get a couple sausage, egg, and cheese taquitos, mm-hmm. some pecanee on the side, and maybe a hash brown. Mm. But I actually, I actually had water burger for lunch today, so this is fresh in my memory. <laughs> my, my go-to, um, I waffle between the patty melt if I'm also feeling spicy. Good I'll choice. take the onions off, Good throw choice. jalapenos on there, ranch on the side. But my usual order is double meat, double cheese. But I do one slice of American, one slice of Monterey Jack. Man of class. Very class. And then (laughs) mustard, mayo, sometimes lettuce, but usually the bun falls apart and it doesn't stick together very well if you put the lettuce in there. Mm -hmm. Strategy. Which isn't good for dipping because you got to get the ranch on the side. Mm -hmm. And then um, I order through the app. So I also get it cut in half because it makes for better <laughs> dipping into Veteran. the ranch cup Jeez. than Veteran. trying to stick the whole burger in there. <laughs> Veteran. <laughs> I'm a professional. Love that. <laughs> for me... I get, it, I get the uh, raspberry tea also. Raz-
2: I'm not a big soda fan. Man.
1: Out.
0: Okay, okay, dudes.
2: Uh, What's yours? Same, thing. So for me, it depends on the mood. And what I'm in the mood for, it's either breakfast <laughs> or dinner, um, depending on how the night goes. If it's dinner, right, this is going to throw a lot of people off. But if you're listening right now, do not judge. Try it, and I promise you, you will not regret it. I get the honey, I, I get the honey barbecue chicken strip sandwich meal, water size, either with a sweet okay. tea or Dr Pepper. But on the sandwich, I ask for it dry. You ask for it dry, and then ask them to put honey butter sauce on it on the sandwich. I've heard that. So it's basically it, 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 like a when honey you mix butter that man. Oh my god, mm, 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 mm. Um, it's unbelievable! It's like a
0: honey butter chicken biscuit on exactly. Texas toast.
2: Exactly.
1: I'm, I'm out here playing chess, and you guys are playing checkers uh, with and
2: Because they give you the sauce on the side too, and you dip your fries in it on the honey butter sauce, dude! Unbelievable. Ooh. And then you obviously, at least in my opinion, I literally. I get a weird look every time I go there. I ask the drive through person. I say, I need you to give me as much spicy ketchup as you can possibly give me. <laughs> I like, can throw it in the bag. And yeah. I go with spicy ketchup. And then for breakfast, I, I like the way Patrick is going. I usually get um, two taquitos and some uh, some hash browns and probably a Sprite or, Sprite or Dr. Pepper. We're going with that. But the one thing I do miss mm. that they don't have an if anybody from Whataburger is listening to this, please for the love of God bring this back. The, their chorizo taquito <laughs> they used to have once upon a time. Ooh it was yeah, I remember unreal. That. Yes. I I was a slut for that. Um, and <laughs> like literally all the time. And if so if anybody from Whataburger is listening for a limited time, I don't care if it's for a week or two, please bring that back.
1: I, I just my 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 want and my goal for this podcast for this particular episode is for the entire Allen American's front office staff to have shirts that say slut for taquitos with your face (laughs) on the front of (laughs) if we could take anything away from this, it's that I want to see that at some point next season. (laughs) Maybe maybe next year on April Fool's, people will let this die down for months and months, and then this just pops up as the way to go um well i i I love that you uh i love that you turned it around and asked us the question because that's that's pretty much all i have we do wrap it up and i i love that you're a stars fan because you'll appreciate this next segment uh this is the last segment before we we drive it home i want to say this segment is brought to you by conway and banks the fantastic hockey bags um our boy jason who was unable to join us tonight was given the opportunity to become an ambassador for Conway and Banks. Uh, They make a fantastic product with dividers inside the bag to keep all of your gear separated. We've talked about it every single show since he became an ambassador um, about how our favorite part, especially if you're a hockey player listening to this, is their uh, dry wick uh, foot pad that folds out from the bag so you never have to put your feet on the questionable rink floors. Uh, no matter where you're playing <laughs> or skating at, uh, which trust me is a big thing to have available. Um, so uh, I, I will say that this is probably the only time that we have a sponsor razorism of the week. Uh, but that being said, thank you to Conway and banks for all their support. Uh, make sure to check out their uh, website, Conway and banks and on Instagram, use the code water hockey for, I believe it's 10% off of a hockey bag, which comes out to quite a nice little deal. So Patrick, uh, if you want to take it away with the Razorism of the week, and dudes, enjoy. Lewis, fuzzing, shooting it's blocked, cranked by Dowdy, and Lettman it found it with the arm. Clifford back in front, save Lettman. Lewis, and let and stole,
2: stole. Oh, <laughs> forget it! It's over! Save of the year! Wow. This is just pure, unadulterated larceny (laughs) I mean the building's going nuts again reaches over I mean you are shocking me (laughs) Stoll's just thinking I'll just nudge this into the yawning net instead (laughs) Kari Lettinen purloins the puck (laughs) what a stop none better
1: I, I, I love that you know he was trying not to say you've gotta be shitting me because you yeah, know nice,
0: that's nice self-censor there. Yeah, You're that broadcast was a... television razor, you can't say that. Yeah, <laughs> veteran,
1: veteran, veteran move. Uh well, dudes, uh legendary show. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for your time. Um, we do ask one thing of you, uh, because you know, this is our show, we can kind of do what we want. We have a specific sign-off at at the end of every show. Um, Jason is not with us today, as I've said before, um, so I will take his sign-off and make it part of my own. But, Dutes, I now give you – the table is yours. Uh, Whatever you want to say to the fans, uh, or if you just have a specific
2: Dutes goodbye that you would like to, to give people before we call it a day man it was an absolute pleasure being on the show you know it's 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 awesome to be a part of it you know and you know love listening to you guys love seeing how you promote hockey in the dfw metroplex and the state of texas and really the southwest in general so it's an honor to be a part of it um as a part of the on americans organization we have a great partnership with you guys we love being around you guys and you know hopefully sitting the last time yeah i look forward into um doing this again in the future and uh yeah it's it's you know it, it was unbelievable I'm glad you guys had me on you're well, welcome was, anytime was, man it was yeah, a fun. absolutely
1: i do want to go ahead and put my my uh my hashtag for next season in the hat for the island americans um you guys had living in the red with the american flag as this past season red alert red alert i don't know if it's been done before it's a good um, one i think it needs to come back because i think the americans are going to come back with an absolute fucking vengeance in this next season uh, Patrick, uh, we weren't very um, emotional today, but very that being easy, said, even keel. Yeah, very even episode keel today, Dude, It's because Dudes is a trainer and he has a calming effect. He probably shows up <laughs> and he's like, Not "Hey,
0: really. it's going to be okay. I'm here." Before I sign off, Fink, I would like to request well wishes for Friday because I will be under the needle for seven, seven and a half hours ahead of our live recording. I will Whoa. have some fresh ink, my arm wrapped in a breathable bandage, in pain, stinging, aching. I'll be at what? the shop at ten a.m. Probably won't be done until seven thirty. So, and but you're coming to the live recording after, and that just it
1: just I shows am. it just shows what kind of person you are, what kind of show that we run here. I might
0: go get a stick on tattoo just to show solidarity <laughs> with you. Yep, uh, I sure. uh, I did have to go. As mentioned previously, I had to go get a my Blink-182 tattoo just to get reacclimated to the needle. So uh, hopefully that carries me through Friday's session.
1: Yes. We'll see. Godspeed. We can only wish the best. Until then.
0: Until then, stay sassy. There it Always.
1: is. God, we love it. Uh, and on behalf of Jason, stay moist forever. Uh, and then certainly... Don't ever, for any reason, no matter what you do or how much money people give you, forget your Kermit tattoos.
0: That was about perfect.
1: (laughs) I felt good. I felt right. I like that one. I felt
2: good. (laughs) Yeah!